1: He says What a fortunate moment we find ourselves in There you go
2: All right, Cap, I, have I mean, been come on I have been challenged I have been challenged to work that into the game Tonight Cap and I fully expect to live up <laughs> To the expectation. <laughs>
3: It is such a great line. I pulled it out of that hole. I'm like, go back and find the thing where he says, fortunate moment, and it is sound awesome. Sounds so
0: corny. You sound like Jim Nance. You
3: can expect to hear that on our show a lot, because this is a fortunate
1: moment that we are living in right now. Kat. You know, Michael Thompson, let me tell you something. It may have sounded corny, mm-hmm. but the intent was corny. So, I mean... Given what happened yesterday afternoon, I know, Johnny, I, you weren't here yesterday. Michael, you weren't uh, in. It was so dramatic. Did you guys hear what happened yesterday? About? Uh, During the cross talk, super cross talk, excuse me. Uh, I don't think we know. Oh, Mace, you want to tell
3: the guys? Uh, Well, you know, those guys are at Yomava. Right. And about, what, 15 miles away is the campus of Cal State San Bernardino.
4: Right, so they were repping
3: the IE. And Cal State, me, uh San Bernardino was playing to get into the Division II Final Four. Yeah. And to get their 500th Twitter follow. To get Correct. into the national
1: championship game. They oh, were in the semifinal. Right. And they were playing uh, undefeated Nova. Nova, Nova Southeastern. Southeastern. Right. Yeah. Mm. And, and by so- the way, interesting, Nova, their team name was the Sharks. Doesn't that seem weird? Because isn't that like two fish? You're right. It really is. That's a, that is a, a great take. You're the Nova
3: Sharks. <laughs> Yeah, the Nova Sharks. Right. And uh, you and Shidano gave us play-by-play, which wow. uh, ultimately resulted in getting an email from our boss, Amanda. Right, right. About, uh, yeah. But it was yeah. dramatic, man. We hung in there to about 4.20 yesterday, yeah, which is my favorite ended. time of the day. That game did not end. No, it did not end. A lot and- of uh, reviews at the end of it, like a lot of games we're looking at yeah. now.
1: Right, and John, as, as George is doing this play-by-play of this game, there was a break in the action, at which point I was able to reset the scene. And that's when that brilliant corny line was uttered. What a fortunate moment we find ourselves in. I
3: love that line.
1: <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> love that line. <laughs> so, Cappy, you kind of run the, run the roost here for a while, right? Shudano's
1: on vacation, so this is, this is your, uh, your time to play with, right? Yeah, I guess I, uh, I get to mess around a little bit here. While Sedano's away, you know, so there won't be so much like LeBron defense and AD defense. Probably be a little bit more. Uh, well, I don't know. AK's in the house today. Yeah, Andy's here. Yeah, he'll balance me. Andy out. goes along for the ride,
3: though.
4: Yeah, I'll do whatever. Yeah, I don't care.
3: So the, did you hear the uh, the Dougman Pie story? We're we're
1: we're sorting this out right now. I did hear this, and John, isn't this interesting?
3: Not
2: the oh, same story. Oh, not guy.
1: Yes, but <laughs> wait a second, John Ireland. Yes, sir. Did you and I not experience a very similar moment just a few days ago?
2: Yeah, it's true. Cappy got me some gummies to sleep. Oh, yeah? He never asked me for money, um, but I insisted on giving him money for the gummies, so I just left him the money and told him, thank you very much. Yeah. So I, But I would, I was had the same reaction Jorge had. When Doug would present me with the pies, I would have offered to pay well, him, which is what I did to Cap. Okay, here's the difference. Did you ask...
4: Cappy to get the gummies for you, or did Cappy Cappy. We were offer? talking
2: about it, and Cappy offered. Okay, mm-hmm. then at that point, but gummies I, are expensive. Yeah, they're. they're heavy, yeah, yeah, they're like forty bucks a box. Yeah, so I didn't feel right taking two boxes. Yeah, he got me two, and okay. I didn't feel right taking two. So, so you went
3: right. to the twenty milligrams. How's the twenty milligrams working for you?
2: Good. Oh, look at <laughs> really, <laughs> really. <laughs> look at yeah. Wait, yeah. yeah. tell me. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, went to bed at eleven. Woke up at seven. Awesome. Yeah. Come on. Are you can yeah. do it every night now. Uh, well. I'm like tomorrow morning, I'm playing golf, mm-hmm. so I, I will not do 20 tonight because yeah. I have to. Or else I'll be
4: do
3: 15, cut one of those in half. I'll do, 15, probably yeah. just do 10,
2: yeah, and just
4: wake up at four. I, right. I sometimes make mine look like a Pac-Man. You take like a quarter of it out. You got three quarters <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. cut them out, huh? Yeah, yeah cut them out. Absolutely. Yeah, you you need the right amount because the wrong amount. Yeah, the
2: dosage is the key. Yeah, he's right. Andy's too, right.
4: Too little doesn't do the trick, but sometimes too much.
2: You wake up the next morning and you're weevil yeah, and water.
0: you can't fall asleep. Why do you guys need to get high to go to sleep? What's, no, what's, it's going, not, on, it's what's not, going on in your We're not, your not asking to get high. We're asking <laughs> oh, to get knocked no. out. No. Knocked out. Same thing, <laughs> like right? Like a sleeping pill. <laughs> yeah. What's, why what are you guys so you just can't put can just put your head on the pillow and fall asleep <laughs> I you know? can't anxiety if I
2: do that Michael <laughs> if I put my head on the pillow at midnight I'll be up at three mm-hmm. wow not Michael I just love like, the way you
1: yeah. ask it though' like what's wrong with you guys like, yeah. what's your problem
2: yeah let's you I up couldn't at night? sleep
3: without something not really? surprising
2: no. but outman made the opening day roster that's right remember we were talking about how we hope we didn't they didn't jerk him around on his service time and all that stuff but you know he's gonna be there on opening day yeah so uh did you guys watch UCLA game last night? Yeah. Oh, my Andy. God, dude. watched bits and crazy, pieces. Right? Dude,
0: yeah. unbelievable. How about that? You know, UCLA did a good job, but it was more about the choke job by Gonzaga at the end. Well, I mean, except just, that that kid hit, hit a 30-footer yeah, to win they, the game. To save them. That were gagging. Yeah. That was a, That's they were true. Gagging. They
2: were up 10 with, like, a minute 15 to go, yeah. and both,
0: almost both blew it. Both teams
4: actually, I think, got kind of tight as this right. game went along. UCLA, I think, got tired and tight, mm-hmm. but they both, I think, started to feel that weight of that pressure. How are yeah, you? I mean, brackets, Michael, don't you call uh, it a Cappy. choke
1: on both sides? I mean, I'm just, yeah, sure. I mean, right? I mean, UCLA no, no, was up Gonzaga huge. A lot crashed. of people, a lot of people left because they thought UCLA was going to win.
0: Yeah, UCLA was up thirteen in the first half. Yeah, but that's right. first half. You got a long, that's a long way to go. A minute to go, you're up ten, and you blow, you blow the game, blow yeah, the lead. That is true. That's that choking. That is true. That is choking.
1: Yeah, but if it's only choking if you lose, right?
0: No, no. You oh still no, it's cho- still choke. You can choke and win. Yeah. They, I know they choked you could out choke a win? They, choked, they, choked, they oh. choked out a win. Oh, I thought, they, I they thought they choked out a win. They had to knock down a Steph Curry shot. If you would have missed that shot, they were going to lose. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. are you? How are your brackets there, uh, Cap? Did you
1: fill out brackets? Yeah, I filled out one bracket. I filled out one bracket. How, um, how's your final four? Well, right now, San Diego State is playing Alabama. That's right. Is that on right now? It is. It's 13-13 with 736 to go in the first. It's a high-scoring affair. Yeah, if it's a low-scoring game, I like San Diego State. Dude, it's thirteen. Thirteen. They've played thirteen minutes. Michael, you,
3: know,
2: 13, 13, <laughs> yeah. you know the coach at San Diego State is, don't yeah, you? Yeah, Eric Musselman.
0: No, no, no. Uh, uh, Brian Dutcher. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and you played for his dad, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah.
2: Wow. And a
1: couple, and actually, a couple of years ago, Michael, mm-hmm. um, Minnesota, your school, there were all kinds of rumors that they were trying to get Brian Dutcher to leave San Diego State to go to Minnesota. Yep. Yeah. That didn't happen, and here he is now in the Sweet 16.
0: Yeah, man, you guys, uh, he's a good coach. Have you been to any
1: San Diego State games there, Cappy? You're in South, South, South Los Angeles. You know, I have been, I got to tell you guys, all right, um, I've been super close to their program for years, really really close with Steve Fisher and Brian Dutcher. So I'm rooting for these guys today because a school like this is waiting for its Boise State over Oklahoma in the Fiesta Bowl moment, Mm -hmm. and you're playing the number one team in the country. And it's not going to be some 16 over one kind of upset, but it would be a huge win in the history of their school as they're trying to become one of the teams that replaces USC and UCLA in the Pac-12, at least are, according to all the are rumors. Are you a booster, Cappy? I'm not a booster because I didn't go to school
2: there. My wife did. Oh, my, did wife went to, my wife's an Aztec. Our friend Brad Turner, Aztec. Right, yeah. Slee. Yeah, that's right. Kirk yeah. Morrison. Kirk Morrison. So what is it,
1: Cappy? Like, first team to 30 wins that game? I think that's what it looks like right now. I mean, honestly, it's 15-13. I mean, this is that this is San Diego State's wow. only chance to hang in here is to play great defense. Dictate the pace, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, I listen, after what happened yesterday between Cal State, San Bernardino, <laughs> and Nova, Nova, and then what happened between Hard Michigan to top State. top that. Yeah, right. Then Michigan State, Kansas State yesterday afternoon, and then UCLA, Gonzaga last night. And, by the way, we had the World Baseball Classic finale earlier this week. It's been a good week. Well, this
2: this time of year, March is normally the one of the best sports months of the year because yeah. you, you see got the what, tournament, you got everything except NFL. Did you see what Izzo said
3: after the Michigan State game? This is kind of a D move. He said, give Kansas State credit. They banked in two shot clock threes. They made some big plays, but some of those plays weren't big plays. They were lucky plays. I didn't think we played our best. I think some of it was them. Some of it was us.
2: That was Izzo? That's
3: direct quote from Izzo. That's sour Grapes. That's terrible. They were lucky Wait, plays. We didn't play our best, but they got lucky. Like, like Right week they banked in some they banked in two shot clock threes they made some big plays but some of those plays were lucky
0: plays
4: well, i mean look it's only lucky if you played really well and they beat you anyway If didn't play that well how lucky did they have to yeah beat? i think this is a, that's a jerk
0: quote mm-hmm. well he's kind of a jerk he is kind <laughs> he is of a jerk he's in at the sp- sweet 16 could, every year i couldn't play for him man he's a maniac yeah, yeah. he screams at players grabs them and stuff
3: Is he grabbing? Oh yeah, he
0: grabs players and you know by the collar and stuff and screams. If it turns red in the face, I hate coaches like that. Yeah, can't stand them. Well, that's what also
4: happens when you end up the big fish in the little pond. And like you know that that area, he's a god. East Lansing, Michigan. Yeah, uh, he can get away with whatever he wants.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you see all of his former players, all these like former NBA stars, all kind of sitting there at courtside. You know, all part of that Michigan State family. I didn't see Magic. Was Was he there last night? Was Magic, in, I in, uh, I Magic? I didn't see him. I did not see Magic there last night. Magic
0: only shows up to the final fours. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. That's right. He don't do you get, that. that. magical up. That's off. when he goes.
1: Hey, um, you know, we mentioned all these big things that have happened this week, and the Lakers won earlier this week over Phoenix on Wednesday night. Which, yeah. by the way, guys, just so you know, I can leave the arena at halftime, and the game will end when I'm in South South LA. So I get to listen to a lot of your broadcast. Yeah. I was literally on the edge of my seat on Wednesday night. So what's going to happen tonight? John Ireland, Michael Thompson. Lakers are going to win this game tonight? Because, you know, this, they, if they think that's 500.
2: Shea Gildress Alexander averages 30 points a game. If they hold him under his average, I think they win. If they mm. allow him to go off, I think they're in trouble. Has it actually been officially confirmed that he's going to play the second end of this back-to-back? No, but I'll be shocked if he doesn't. There's a four-way tie yeah. for 8th, ninth, 10th, and 11th. They all surprised. have identical records. Sure,
4: I'd be surprised if he didn't play either, but I know this would be the first back-to-back he plays oh, in.
0: please, tough it out. I, I, know. I know, tell him, Michael. I mean, I'm, tell like, him. I'm not yeah. his doctor. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not
4: prescribing this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> My goodness. Medical this, this staff. Doctors, please. This this medical, medical staff. guys ever heard of guys like Kobe and Isaiah Thomas and John Stockton and never miss. Bring game. me somebody I mean, from
3: this medical staff. Yeah. I got questions. Oh my right,
1: right. That's why the other day when George said that he uh, he talked to Darvin Ham before the game, and Darvin Ham told him that LeBron was going to be reevaluated. This is yesterday. Yep. So he told him this on Wednesday night. LeBron was supposed to be reevaluated on Thursday. Yesterday, and LeBron sent out that tweet like, you know, God bless all of your your sources. And George's source was Darvin Ham, But I said to George, why didn't you ask Darvin Ham? Yo, can I talk to the doctor? Because apparently he's the guy that makes all the decisions around here.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure that's true. I think it's a joint decision from a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. And LeBron's maybe one of three or four guys in the NBA who I think could tell the Lakers, I'm playing. Yeah, I, And I, I don't imagine them I, telling him no. What do you think, Andy? I, I feel like the Lakers, honestly put AD in an awful position by
4: not just defining from the beginning. Anthony, because this is what it seems like to me. They've been very cagey about all this, but this is what I've pieced together because they've described this as an active injury, which was a stress reaction. They're saying he's healed enough that he can play. He's not healed enough yet that he can safely play back to backs, but he's not in pain. That doesn't matter. That's not the same thing as being healed. It's just, it's just being pain free. That's not the injury being healed. They should have never said that he was pain free, right? Because that makes it look like he's not the one pushing through. They should have just said from the beginning he is healed enough. He's healed enough
2: that he can play. He's not healed enough that he can safely. Well, part play of the problem here is that in 2023 there are a whole bunch of leaks. Like, I'll give you an example. The Lakers have never said that LeBron is definitely coming back before the end of the season. I, I think Clutch... Talks to a lot of reporters of and gives them info. I'm into, talking
4: about what the Lakers could have said from the beginning. Just say, at this point... I think
2: they try and say as little as possible. That's a mistake, though. Okay.
4: That's a big mistake, well, especially for somebody like A.D., who already has this reputation of being fragile and soft. Right. In other words, tell his story so right. that we don't they have tell the opp- his story. They had the opportunity to make A.D. look like he's playing through an injury. And he's actually gotten himself back because he cares about this team. team. They gave up the narrative, right? Now everybody is running their own conclusions. This would have been easy to explain, like just his—he's not healed enough enough yet that he can play safely in back-to-backs. It's not that hard.
2: If Shea doesn't play tonight, I think the Lakers win easy. Shea didn't play in the Laker win in Oklahoma. He's so good. But then again, either did LeBron, D'Angelo, Russell, or AD. So it was kind of a game without any stars, and the Lakers won interested it. to see Terry right.
4: Vanderbilt guard Shea or if he starts out on him. Yeah, he will.
3: Yeah. He'll Boston Reeves. Hey, by the way, this is good news. I have been cleared to do back to back shows now. Oh, wow. hey. Yeah. Hey For now. a while there, I was... I, <laughs> it only took about 10 years. Wow, it wasn't <laughs> safe.
0: Show back it wasn't back. safe. I'll believe it when free. I see it. You were yeah. pain-free, pain but it wasn't free. really you safe. You are the you lord know? of load management. <laughs> yes, I am.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, hey, Cappy, Andy, have a great weekend, everybody. Uh, we're back Monday at 1. Go Lakers tonight. And uh, don't forget, Supercross Talk is brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Southern California chill all season long, 710 ESPN.
2: Legal and
4: administrative and customer support at Robert Half. We know talent. Visit roberthalf.com dot today.
1: yeah, come on. Bing, come on, Andy. Bing, Trying to give you the drum solo. Yeah. Ding. 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 Yeah, it feels good, doesn't it? it? does feel good. Yeah, it's a nice release. Great way to start the show, you know? A lot of energy. I like
4: it. What's up, AK? How you doing? You know, I was thinking about this, Cappy. We've never done a full show together. And we will not do a full show together because today
1: we're only going to be on for two hours. Okay, well, we're we're easing into it. Oh, okay. All right. The the lead
4: up to the eventual three hours, Cappy, is coming.
1: You know, it's funny you say that because I was really thinking the same thing. I'm like, I'm not going to say anything to Andy. Like, hey, this is our first time actually doing a full show together because I didn't want to be the guy that was on the receiving end of, yeah, we have. Don't you remember? And then I was like, no, I look like a jerk. So I I intentionally wasn't going to say anything, but I was... Almost sure this is our first time together. It is.
3: No, you guys did do a show together.
1: We did? Have we? Yeah.
3: Yeah, you did. Um, it was...
1: Must have been very memorable,
4: Andy.
3: <laughs> it wasn't a full show. I think it was like a 90-minute show situation. I so don't remember
4: that. The, you I definitely
3: I, did. I'll find out one. I'll Okay, look it up.
4: find that. Go go through the archives, Lindsay, because I, I am convinced the only time I've done a full show since the uh, sedano Kaplan era began, I think it was me and DeMarco. Oh, really? I'll tell I you feel this like there, right now.
3: The reason I remember this is because I remember thinking, oh, those two are pretty
2: good together, and that's why I asked well, you to d- do d- it. You
1: know what? I'll tell you something right now. I don't know what's going to happen on today's show. I don't know what's going to be said. I don't know if it's going to be bomb AF or it's going to be, you know, trash but what i do know is is that i feel a certain hebraic air motto connection to my man ak and i'm kind of looking forward to the next couple hours just a couple tribesmen getting together making a little radio
4: magic is what you're saying
1: there you go so let me ask you this question because i'm super into the ncaa tournament right now um, i don't have any wagers on it i'm not in any pools i have no gambling related uh interest it's just that i mean after what happened yesterday between michigan state uh, and kansas state and then all the different upsets that have happened along the way, a 16 over a 1, uh, seeing Princeton that's in the Sweet
4: 16, I'm really into it. Are you into this or are you not into it? I have not been following it, honestly. I, I It's harder for me to do this, and I think this is going to be a, a difference in your kids' age versus mine. I've got a 12-year-old. like That doesn't leave you as much time to watch an entire tournament as kids your kids are all like teenage or older correct yeah 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 there's like there's less child rearing going on for you right now like they're, they're old enough to run cage free and all that i can't do that yeah
1: i mean they're so cage free they drive <laughs> all of them seriously but i'm I've, I've gotten more into the tournament this year than i have been in a long time And i will tell you this andy last night this gonzaga ucla game now tell me your experience in taking in this game did you get it? Did you not? Get, were you watching it? Were you listening
4: to it? Tell me. I was flipping back and forth between this game, OKC Clippers, because that had big implications for the Lakers, and you had to you know, just swallow your pride and cheer for the Clippers in this one because you needed them to win. They did their job. So I was going back and forth between that, also having to walk my two dogs and prep the Locked on Lakers podcast that I recorded with my brother Brian last night. So there a lot of plate spinning going on, Cappy. All
1: right, before uh, I keep going here with why I'm asking, let me make a comment about your brother Brian. He's a little more athletic than I would have known based on the time he and I spent together warming up for the pickleball tournament this past Saturday down in Fountain Valley. Um, would you say that Brian
4: was the athlete of the Kamenetsky brothers? Yeah, I mean, I consider us both good athletes, but he's better. Brian Brian was a better athlete than me growing up. He took it more seriously than I did too. I'll tell you,
1: man, I was warming up with him. We're going this Kamenetsky brother. This one, I got the right one right here. This I gotta guy's say, good.
4: I gotta say, and you know, I had no issue whatsoever with Travis and Slee getting their trophy. Like they they did the best in the seven ten round robin tournament, and they earned that trophy. But Brian and I weren't able to compete in that because we were busy in this thing called the second round. Oh, which. A lot of seven ten talent wasn't. No, no. A lot of seven ten talent really didn't understand what the second round was about. And Brian and I were the actually the only seven ten team that managed to get to the second round without a ringer involved. Right, but you do
1: realize that you guys beat like the Fairly Dickinson of the whole tournament. Excuse that we me, were they were a in.
4: thirteen seed. Dude, these you guys, guys were horrible. You guys were all going up against sixteen seeds. Brian and I were going up against a thirteen seed. You, you, let me just tell you something right now. We were going up
1: a six, against a 16th seed named Kentucky. Okay, <laughs> uh, there was these guys were not 16 seeds. No, I saw the guys you were playing against. They were, they were a actually bunch of liars, good. is what they were. Oh, so but, they sandbagged you. Totally sandbagged us. But let me get back to, to to UCLA and Gonzaga. I was driving home last night because we got done at Yamava, and now it's like I don't know eight o'clock or whatever it is. By the time I get in my car and I start driving to South South LA, I listened to the second half of the game on Westwood One, the announcers were Ryan Radke, who does like Sunday Night Football, and P.J. Carlissimo, who I, everybody knows you know, Coach Carlissimo, right? Yeah. Andy, I'm telling you right now, this this second half between UCLA and Gonzaga, on the edge of my seat, driving through the rain, and then the rain would stop, and then it would start coming down again, on the edge of my seat, what an incredible game, that if you didn't see it, it's actually worth your time to go back and watch the second half, and if you don't have that much time, go watch the last minute and 15 seconds because Gonzaga has a nine-point lead. They've made this massive comeback. UCLA goes on a scoring drought for 11-plus minutes. Gonzaga's down big. They come back. They take a big lead, and with a minute 15 to go and a nine-point lead, UCLA finds a way to get back into this game and take the lead with just seconds remaining. you? Do you know about the drama of what happened last night?
4: Yeah, that part I did catch. I I caught the end of that game in real time. It was, I mean, I would say to people, if they did not see this, they're looking to catch up, you really could just watch the second half because the second half is where things start to fall apart for UCLA. Gonzaga makes that run. It looks like they've got this thing in hand, and then all of a sudden, like you said, Cappy, like the last minute and a half, you start wondering, what's going on with Gonzaga? They can't put away UCLA. They're making these mistakes. Then missing all the, free throws. Missing free throws. You know, as Bamani Jones would say, they got the lemon booty going. And you're wondering, like, okay, is UCLA actually going to pull this thing out? And then that kid Strother hits a Steph Curry-esque three. Like, this was a straight-up bomb Dude. that he buried just stones. That
1: was the play, really? Like you're going to run down the floor, cross half court, give the other kid the ball, and have him shoot from practically half court? That's the brilliant play that Mark Few came up with, and it worked. Do you, okay, do you think that was the play, or was that the kid calling an audible? No, I think that was the play, at least that's the way I saw it, and there was a defender that didn't allow the ball handler to get inside the three-point line, and you know, the kid was probably supposed to be a foot or two behind the three-point line. Turns out, This guy shot, like, what do you think it was, 36 feet or so? At least. I mean, dude, if you go on to, like, the ESPN uh, part of this this game between Gonzaga and UCLA, and if you're really going to nerd out, and I rarely do, but um, they actually have, like, the the shot, like, uh, map as to where each shot was taken from, and it was the longest shot
4: of the entire game. It might have been the longest shot of the tournament. (laughs) I mean, it's got to be up there for the longest shot of the tournament. It it was in... When he put that up, I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Like, just the the stones to bury that shot, but also to put it up from that distance. That's what made me wonder if he was running an audible. It's just like the idea of... Even if you're going to go for a three, the idea of running it where you put up a shot that far unless they were trying to plan for a rebound, that felt further than you had to do it. Right, no doubt. And listen, if, if you didn't see it or hear it,
1: uh, Lindsey pulled for us. I think Laura's got it. Kevin Harlan on the broadcast last night, who I love, he's like one of my favorites. Kevin Harlan going crazy when UCLA took the lead and then when Gonzaga buried this shot. Let, let's start with the UCLA shot that took the lead. You guys got it? Let's play it. If we've got it, if we got don't it, got Lord. it,
4: we do have it. Great, uh, Laura signaling. She's got, Laura's she does signaling. have. Hang it. on, okay. Signaling. Stand Hang by. On one sec. Standing oh, by. This, this is like a re, uh, reenactment of San Bernardino right now. We're <laughs> doing the play by play.
1: Standing, standing by. This is live. <laughs> this is all live. Standing by, waiting for Kevin Harlan for UCLA to bury the shot to take the lead in last night's game. Which, by the way, Andy, the Gonzaga team.
0: I got ri- your cap. My bad. My bad. Okay, my no, it's okay. Just, hold you. on.
1: Let me, I'll just finish this thought. Has literally ripped the heart out of UCLA fans. I mean, what happened last night? What happened in 2021? I mean, these long, ridiculous shots that Gonzaga's is hitting—they are just killing UCLA fans. Here's here's how UCLA took the lead. Yeah, I think I think we may have gotten the wrong one there.
4: Well, that that was just—I mean, it was just—it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. And the shot Bailey hit. Before that, yeah, was a big monster shot, and it like that felt like this thing is completely turned for UCLA. Like they, have, that felt like <laughs> UCLA's got this, man. <laughs> got it, got it. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a miraculous
1: comeback at that point. And then and then that kid goes down the floor for Gonzaga, and I am telling you, man, it's like almost half court where he shot that ball from th-
4: again. That's what made me think that he just went off the grid and called his own number. Because I was like, you can't call that play. Like th- give it another two seconds. Get yourself up to the three point line. Like you said, he was almost at the logo and he and he did not have to put it up there. Yeah. He didn't have to. UCLA fans feeling it Oof. Gonzaga two
1: year well, let's see, two times in a row, twenty-three and twenty-one, hitting these crazy shots. That kid hit that insane like half court shot. When the ninety three ninety win, the overtime game, twenty twenty one, and
4: then last night. This unbelievable. is unbelievable. This is how crazy it was. I'm an SC guy, I'm an SC alum. I don't like UCLA. I'm always happy to see UCLA go down.
0: I well, actually there she te- is
4: I actually texted Greg Sinc sincere condolences. Like I genuinely felt bad right. for him there. Seriously. Like, like that's worse than getting blown out. That's worse than just getting crushed.
1: Yeah, you've, you've made that kind of
4: a comeback? Yeah, I, I would rather them have just you know gotten that lead all the way down and then beat UCLA by 15, if I'm Greg.
1: Yeah, that was rough last night. UCLA fans, I tried to tell Sedano when he told me that UCLA was going to win the national championship. I'm t- I told him the same thing that Darren Collison told us yesterday out at Yamava. There were too many injuries. You don't overcome that number of injuries to players of that significance this late in the tournament. And if you do, it's a phenomenal year. They just got some bad luck at the end, so. All right, Andy Kamenetsky is in today for Shidano. Shidano. Uh, Coming up, we got to get to the Lakers, obviously. Big, I mean, really big game tonight. And I thought Dave McMiniman wrote an interesting article because I have felt like there could be something between LeBron and AD. And Dave McMiniman said, no, let's write an article to tell everybody that's not the case. There's no beef. We'll get to that story coming right up. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. oh yeah ah uh, oh yeah join
4: in can you feel this ak love train love train can i feel it of course you can can't you the ojs ain't hard to it ain't hard to feel the ojs man hard to feel them or not feel them it is not hard to feel them
1: ah not hard to feel them versus it being hard to feel them mm-hmm or hard not to feel them.
4: Exactly. You know God. what I'm saying. I do know what I like saying. I like the OJs. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Really? <laughs> I think I'm clear on that now. All these Good.
2: double negatives. You know? mm-hmm. there,
4: there were a few too many. As a yeah. writer, I'm ashamed. I know.
1: Hey, uh, so AK, the game I'm watching here this afternoon, number one in the NCAA tournament, Alabama, down by five at half to San Diego State. So I know my man Alan Slee was out there watching. Kirk Morrison is out there watching somewhere, and I know there's some alum flying around here in L.A. somewhere, so watching that game, um, because that's one I've got a rooting
4: interest in. Let me ask you this, because you know San Diego State. Like you said, you're close to the program. You're not a booster, but you're close to it. Is Kirk the best San Diego State athlete in school history? Oh, God, no. No? Who, oh, not even close. Who else is there? I'm, I'm really asking. I don't know. Did, like, Tony Gwynn go there? Tony Gwynn did go there. Okay, well, there you, there you have it. There's this other
1: guy that you may have heard of. I don't know. Maybe you haven't, because he's not really, like, a big star or anything. But you might have – I mean, maybe you've heard of him. His name's
4: Kawhi Leonard. Okay. Kawhi Leonard. Is he – okay, let me rephrase. Is he the greatest football player in San Diego State history?
1: Again, not even close. Okay. There was this guy one time, way back in the day – you probably never heard of him, but his name was Marshall Falk.
4: Yeah, he ain't bad. Yeah, he was aight. Okay. Yeah, was he the best player on his team? <laughs>
1: um Yeah, uh, I don't know. I think his quarterback was Kevin O'Connell, who's now the coach of the Minnesota Vikings.
4: I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Morrison the edge. You're going with Kirk Morrison. I'm going now. with Kirk Morrison over Kevin O'Connell. Okay, I'll buy that. I can buy that.
2: Can't just, be to get him no love. Just
4: right, serious?
1: <laughs> no love. And like ch- nada. Right. And have I mentioned that me and George destroyed Kirk and DeMarco I on heard Saturday at pickleball?
4: I didn't get to see a lot of Kirk and DeMarco because again I was busy with the second round but what, from what I was told DeMarco really brought down the group like I think t- there was a big expectation that DeMarco as a former professional athlete that it would just automatically translate and that it wasn't there is that correct
1: Yeah I tried to tell everybody that I said he's too big he's just too big <laughs> he's just too big of a guy there's and, and with Kirk on the on the court there two of them are too big really you know not enough space you know spacing's not, a thing man not nimble enough like the Kaminetsky brothers I'll tell you that Kamenetsky right brothers are nimble surprisingly nimble yeah I know I was surprised um so listen big game tonight with the Lakers and Oklahoma City I look at it this way first and foremost you got a chance to get your record back to 500 Sedano's been telling us that the ESPN, I don't know, sports and stats, somebody or other told them that the Lakers haven't been five hundred since December of twenty
4: one. It's something ins- crazy it, like that. It's since twenty-two. Thank you. But it's January of twenty two. I was like, close. They have not been the closest they've been to five hundred this season, Cappy, was first game of the season, zero zero. Like their record was zero and zero. That is the closest they've been to five hundred all year. Like it is insane to think. That they are still not just even in the play in mix. They're they could possibly get the sixth seed despite having never been five hundred the whole year. It's crazy. I actually I think they're gonna get the sixth seed.
1: Now, here's what I told George earlier this week. Andy, tell me if you think I'm out of my mind. With ten games to go, they had Phoenix on Wednesday. They won that game. I said they will finish the season eight and two. George said, You're out of your mind. They haven't been eight and two at any time through a ten game stretch all season long. True. They haven't but even though LeBron's not here, AD seems to be the healthiest he's been. Austin Reeves is playing his best basketball. They got rid of the problem in the locker room. They added a lot to this team. Every game matters, and they're playing against all the teams that are in front of them, essentially. Oklahoma City, Minnesota, Utah, the Clippers, Phoenix. So, this is the playoffs they have to win these games
4: and if they go eight and two they'll be in that sixth spot well here's something to remember too they have the tiebreaker over golden state golden state is currently a game and a half ahead of them but if they can manage to get themselves tied with golden state they do have that tiebreaker so that could that could actually be the difference of getting that sixth seed or still ending up in the play-in mix
1: this is actually going to be an exciting night around the NBA. Um, I'm not saying to you that I'm sitting home and I'm watching it all by myself, but Lakers Thunder, um, Suns Kings, uh, Warriors and 76ers tonight. It's How many TVs game. do you got going? Because you're, you're all locked into the tournament. Well, right now I'm just watching this this halftime show. But what I'm saying is is that a lot of these teams, it's important – to watch what's going on, like if during a baseball season you start scoreboard watching in the last like ten games of a season, right? Well, we're in that ten game area where you're. If you're a Laker fan, you're not just you know watching the Lakers to see if the Lakers win. You're seeing if
4: other teams lose along the way. Dude, seeds six through twelve right now all have thirty-seven losses, and the six seed Golden State has thirty-six. The five seed, 35, like, it is insanely close. Insane, like, I don't think the Lakers are going to get the four seed. Like, I I don't see that happening. But it is far less impossible than it ought to be. Yeah. Like, it's not going to happen, but it should not be this even theoretically possible than it actually is.
1: You know, for a season that really, when we when we really think back on it, at least from today, think backwards, forget about the next nine games, it's been kind of a brutal season, you know? Like, you start off 2-10, and 10, then you have LeBron break the all-time scoring record on a night where they lose. You've got Anthony Davis, who looks like he's moping on the bench. You've got Russell Westbrook at the time arguing with the coaches. I mean, there's been a lot of dysfunction for a season that has shown us some real highlights along the way. And as bad as it's been from if you just look rear view now, the
4: next nine games, this whole season could change, dude. Well, here's the thing you have to remember and it's I, I think it's hard to train your mind to do this because there's been so much drama and disappointment during the Russell Westbrook era, you know the the last season and a half. The reality is this team is a totally different team, and you really do have to throw out everything that happened pre-trade deadline or maybe even pre-Rui Hachimura. like, And I don't say that to be like Pollyanna or Homer. It's just the truth. This is a different team. Like, no matter how good you think this team actually can be, can't be, whatever, it's not the same team as what began this year struggling to be just 500. I mean, they're they're 7-5 and during this period without LeBron. And some of that's been without, I think, AD as well. No D'Angelo Russell. Like, they... It has been really difficult, and just the improved depth has made a massive difference. All right, you got that right,
1: pal. Uh, Andy Kamenetsky is in today for Shidano. Shidano, that's right. Um, let me ask you this: Did you have a chance to read any of what McMinimman wrote yeah. today yeah, about is my guy le- about LeBron and AD? Mm-hmm. Um,
4: you feel like LeBron and AD are tight? Yeah, I do. Actually, I, do. I know you've been looking. You've been looking for a schism. Kathy. All I'm saying is this,
1: is that the night that the record was broken, everybody saw AD on the bench. AD has told McMinniman in this piece today on ESPN.com that, hey, look, I just come from the back, and you know, I see our team. We're doing poorly again. I'm really upset. What you didn't see, what was, I was doing before that. And so, I don't know, it just seems like AD wants to make sure that everybody knows he ain't got no
4: problems with LeBron. I don't think he does have any problems with LeBron. If I'm, I'm looking for the box score of that game right now but if memory serves it wasn't just that the lakers were losing that game that they really needed to win it was also ad didn't play well like ad on top of them not th- them losing a- uh, yeah i just found it ad did not have a particularly good game he had just 13 points you know, two steals two assists a rebounds he's minus 4 in the game four personal fouls like he did not have an impact in a game that the Lakers really needed to win. And remember, too, like that game was awkward. It was you could tell that everybody in the game is like, OK, what do we do? We need to win this game. But everybody's here to see LeBron get fed. And we want to feed LeBron. It was like if you watch the game that uh, Kobe, like the, 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 the last game he played with the 60 point game, everybody was feeding Kobe as well they should have, except that game had no stakes. Like all you wanted in that game was Kobe to go out a winner. That was it. Like it didn't matter. Lakers weren't going to the playoffs. This game really mattered. So there was a lot of awkwardness, and AD wasn't playing well. Right, and the story was that there was a big blow up at halftime between Russ and mm-hmm. several of the
1: assistant coaches. Right. So uh, listen, I'm not so sure AD has anything any problem with 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 LeBron just based on that night. I wonder if LeBron has had a problem with AD for the last couple of years that the dude can't stay healthy. Now, by the way, of course. You know LeBron can't stay healthy either, but I just wonder, and so it just feels like this article um, and this interview was very. Um, I was very pro AD, which is great. He's 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 had to carry this team while LeBron's out. He
4: acknowledges that in his piece. Here's what I would say: Tell me. I don't think LeBron has a problem with AD because of the injuries. Because that I think that's just unfair to AD. Like it would be really unfair to him to hold legitimate injuries against him. Do I think LeBron sometimes gets frustrated with the idea of, I'm in my 20th season, I've got a zillion miles on the odometer, I need a running mate that at this point would be like the engine of this team. Like When they brought in AD, it wasn't just to be LeBron's sidekick for one season, it was to eventually transition this thing where AD was the guy and LeBron was the one steering the metaphorical car. And that hasn't happened, and that makes it so LeBron's injuries become more problematic. I'm sure that frustrates LeBron. I don't blame him for that, but that's not the same thing as having an issue with AD. AD says in this piece, Me and Bron have one of the best
1: relationships, I think, in the NBA as far as duos or teammates regardless. But they don't see that, meaning guys like me. They don't see stuff we do off the court. And the time we hang out with each other, they see on-court stuff. Yes, that's true. We do not see. What are you guys, hanging out after the games, like playing video games? What's what's going on?
4: AD and Schroeder, during Schroeder's first uh, stint with the Lakers, they were big, big-time uh, Call of Duty partners. Like, I, I don't know if that's still going on. I don't know if Le- if LeBron and AD play video games. But that, wa- that was a thing for a while, at least. You play any video games? I do not allow myself a home system because I don't mm-hmm. have the discipline. Yeah. I would love to have one, but I won't allow it.
1: No, I can't do it, man. My, my son uses like an Xbox something and then a PlayStation something, and I look at the controller when we were kids. There was the Atari like uh, remote control, and there was one orange button, and there was just a joystick. You know, now it's like my thumbs are engaged, my index
4: finger, my middle finger on the back are engaged. And, and these games now are so complicated. They're like they're essentially like never-ending chapter games. Yeah, and there's so much to keep track of man Like it's it's genuinely confusing or I don't know if you've noticed this with, with your kids These games have no end and they're basically just there to keep your kids Purchasing new accessories for their characters, but there's no actual ending to the game. It's it's evil genius The way these things are designed now.
1: Yeah, I can't play them, man. I'm serious. I can't play them. Not to mention, just by the way, forget about playing FIFA or Madden or any sports game. The violence. Dude, I I can't be playing games like that, Andy. I'm a
4: peace-loving brother. (laughs) Okay, like Street Fighter back in the day. Was that Mm -hmm. too much for you?
1: No, back then I could handle that. Okay. Well, you're you're getting older
4: now. You know,
1: I could handle that.
4: Get off my lawn. (laughs)
1: Look, you, know, you don't have to get off my lawn, just the video games are violence. You, you get
4: to be a certain age like Kappa, you've seen some things, like the yeah. violence doesn't sit with you the same way anymore. You, you recognize there are real life implications. Yeah. Okay.
3: But it's he's true. out here trying to wear all black Air Force Ones. Like, okay.
1: Yeah, that's right. I'm wearing all black Air Force Ones, but I they do got that, they got that bubblegum bottom that people say makes me soften it up a little bit. And just because I wear black Air Force Ones doesn't mean I want smoke. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't. I want no smoke of any kind.
4: What what's the age, by the way, when your desire for smoke just ends altogether? Like well, when you are absolutely just unwilling to have any type of smoke <laughs> whatsoever.
1: <laughs> yeah, when you when you stop like giving people the finger on the road, you know, because right. they cut you off. Oh yeah. You're just like
4: fine, cut me off. Well, because like I remember, okay, well, like when you're in your teens, your twenties, like whether you're somebody that likes to fight or not, you're willing to take the smoke. Like you're you're not afraid at the prospect of the smoke. When you're in your 30s, it's like, I'll handle the smoke, but I'm going to pick my spots. I'm not necessarily looking for it. You start hitting 40, the idea of smoke sounds awful.
1: Yeah. It sounds no really
4: bad right no now. No smoke for me.
1: None. I want none of it. No smoke. I'm with you. All right, Andy Kamenitzki is in today for Shidano, and we're about to put Slee on the spot. He's got his Aztecs playing here this afternoon, and, uh, and we're going to talk about the Lakers and Oklahoma City coming up. Darn right, happy happy birthday to The Undertaker. Only 58 years old. I wouldn't have known that. I would have thought he was older.
4: <laughs> the Undertaker's a really difficult g- guy to gauge his age.
1: I know, but he was just such a part of my life for so long that I just thought he was so much older than I am.
4: Well, I mean, he also, though, he had that makeup where he looked, you know, he's supposed to be undead. Like, he looked 58 when he was, like, 20. Yeah. Uh, will you be celebrating Nas- National Cocktail Day? I'll probably have a... A little tequila neat when I get home tonight. Oh, really? Yeah. Very nice. Very, very I'm nice. I'm not a big mixed drink guy. Like I just like straight liquor.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm a very simple drinker. I will have a uh, Tito's soda, a little okay. lime. Very simple. Not very, bad. Very, very simple. Not bad. Uh, Andy Kamenetsky is in today for Sidano. He's on vacay for the next week. Uh, Beto will be in for Sidano next week. But it is time to put Slee on the spot. Alan Sliwa standing by getting ready tonight for the Lakers and Oklahoma City. Slee, good afternoon.
5: What's going on, guys? How you guys doing?
4: I would say we're doing quite well. Andy, I don't want to speak for you, but uh, you seem to be doing great. I'm doing great. You, Alan, you sound remarkably calm for somebody watching uh, San Diego State in action right now.
5: So it's not probably the best thing to do, but when you're driving and to have the TBS app on as <laughs> if you're sitting in your living room, um, I don't recommend it for people, but uh, right when Laura called, they went up four. So I don't know what's going on. I'll and tell it, you. Yeah, this is just this is just not cap. You know this. This is doesn't this territory for San Diego doesn't happen very often here. So they've never been past the Sweet Sixteen. I was actually at both games. They lost in the Sweet Sixteen in Anaheim. Yeah, me so too. I'm staying very, very far away. Yeah, yeah,
1: me too. I was there that year that uh, Kawhi Leonard's team went 32-3, and and a kid named Jamal Franklin, who played in the NBA for a short period of time, was walking off the floor, and Kemba Walker yep. from UConn was walking on, and Jamal Franklin gave Kemba Walker a little shoulder. Kemba Walker flopped. Uh, there was a t, and that kind of ended the game, and UConn wound up going on yeah. and winning the national championship. But, Slee, here's what I can tell you right now. 16-18 mm-hmm. to go in the second half. Alabama has come back and taking the lead 34-32 but Andy if you're watching in the studio right now you're usually 30 seconds in front
4: of me it is not on in the studio right it's
1: now
4: it's 36-32 though 36-32 yeah.
1: because some That's dude from good. Alabama That's just dunked yet. on a fool That's exactly why
5: <laughs> by the way by, by the way captain game you're talking about ak when this this guy Jamal Franklin bumps Kemba Walker Kemba he was kind of trying to intimidate him, and Kemba just started laughing. And then he went for 40 in that game. I think it was 40, something like that. I'm like, yeah, I probably shouldn't do that. Let's no, let's shake his idea. hand. Let's not let's not bump any of these uh, potential NBA players.
1: Yeah, it was a bad idea. It really was. So, all right, Slee, um, right now your Aztecs are down 36-32, 15-43 to go here in the second half. Let's talk about the Lakers tonight. Again, we keep talking about must win. To me, the way I look at this one is – hey tonight's your chance at home to get back to 500 can they do
5: it so they're all for two in this situation one game was against the Knicks the other game was in Houston and then they followed that up with a loss against the Mavs so they went three games back but now winning their last two against Orlando and in uh, Phoenix um listen there's no game that the Lakers play that you can sit there and say oh yeah no this has happened this is happening um Nothing to worry about. All they gotta do is just be themselves. OKC has been a really, really surprise team. Trav and I were talking about this. He said, "What's more surprising? Lakers are 36 and 7, or OKC is 36 and 7, 36 and 37." I'm like, the Thunder. Uh, it's it's the fact that they're here. It's the fact that Shea Gilders just just continues to be a just a fantastic young player in the league. It's the fact that they're not even. I mean. You kind of look at the future for them. they got so many picks stockpiled over the next few years. This is They're, they're almost a year early, and Chad Holmgren isn't even, you know, obviously playing this year. Um, it's another tough game, but, uh, Cap, I'll say what you just said. I know people are so sick of us saying must wins. You gain two games on the Thunder if you win tonight, because then you also win the tiebreaker. So uh, it doesn't get more critical. You're in front of your home crowd. Um, you expect the Lakers to win a game like this, but every time I've expected stuff from the Lakers – I've been disappointed, so i i don't want to I don't want to expect anything tonight.
4: Does it make you feel better or worse, Alan, that the Thunder lost last night in L. A. against the Clippers? Like in terms of their um, mindset heading into this thing, the fact that they
5: played last night. So I'll tell you why it doesn't factor as much. I think for the Thunder, I think, um, and I'll use as an example: the Lakers had the Knicks on a back-to-back. Knicks won that game against the Lakers. I think with OKC, they're so young, and I don't think minutes is an issue. I don't think, oh, man, they got to play um, against the Lakers on the second. To I think that affects teams like the Lakers more or teams that are older. I mean, it's, it's, it's nice to see that they got to play two games in a row, but I don't think it's going to have the effect that you think of. And because they're coming off a loss, you know, they split those two games against the Clippers. I would think that they feel pretty good about that. And then this is kind of the money game for them. It's just as important for them as it is for the
0: Lakers.
1: Slee on the spot here on Sidano and Cap. AK is in for Shidano. Shidano. So it is my understanding, Slee, in listening to the Travis and was show, that you uh actually plan to pursue a career as a pickleball player. Is this true?
5: So Greg and I, I mentioned it to Yates today. I said, Hey, Clint, um, are you still going to play? Cause Berg and I were talking about playing at some point next week, just to kind of go and, and play again. We enjoyed it. Why not? And Yates said, what about like, if we did some kind of league and that all of a sudden that was like too much for my head to, to, uh, to basically soak in. I, I'm not going to do anything like that, but, casually play here and there, I got no problem doing that. I think it's almost, you almost treat it like, and I don't play tennis very often, golf I don't play that often, but anytime I play any of these outdoor events and you're outside and you feel like you're enjoying yourself, yeah, be okay call, I'm calling. I'm, actually, B- I'm, actually, I'm calling,
4: BS right calling BS right now. What are on, you calling BS on? What do you calling Sliwa, like the oh, really? idea of, oh, it's too much, you know, like a league, that's a Sliwa was practicing like a psychopath heading into this tournament. Like nobody played more pickleball than Slee, like Slee's got the bug, and he is low key super competitive, and he's already been declared the best pickleball player at this station. I think Slee was going to be playing two or three days a week just on the down low without telling anyone. Excellent use of low
1: key well, and down low. Outstanding job right there, AK. Thank you.
5: AK, I mean, listen, I I don't. There's an international tournament that I'm joining in July. Other <laughs> than that, I will not be, I will not be at any tournament. The reason Here's I asked international tournament.
1: Yeah, I, by the way, I heard uh, today Clinton say that he can't see himself going to uh, a park and showing up with a paddle that has his name on it. He said it was fine for the day of the event last week, <laughs> but you know, you show up on a Saturday afternoon. Hey guys, I'm here to catch a game, and you got your name on your paddle. Everybody's going to assume you're really good.
5: Well, I could see Yates too also. Um, you know, maybe one side of the paddle has his uh, has a picture of him on around the horn. You know, like really kind of. Taking advantage of the fact that he is on TV and letting people know when he gets on there that, listen, I might be talking about this on TV or radio. He he may be doing that yeah, as well.
4: You show up. Why, yes, I am television's Clinton Yates. You're just That's announcing that with your paddle. Yes, I am the president of the Hanselman Even though they
5: didn't ask. Even though they didn't ask, he says yes, but I they am. Don't need to ask. I they am know who person.
4: he is. They know who
1: he is when he shows up. All right, Slee on the spot. Uh, make the prediction. Make the call right now. I mean, this is where you get on the spot. Who wins tonight? Big, big Lakers-Oklahoma
5: Lakers by four. I'll go Lakers by four. Still a close game. Uh, Thunder will make it close the entire way. And if I'm wrong on this, I refuse to ever give a prediction again. I might be. I'm not kidding, Cap. I think every time I've done a a prediction on here, I think I'm like one and three. I don't have a good record on my predictions here.
1: Okay. All right. And uh, make a prediction on this. 14-12 to go. Alabama up 36-34 over San Diego State. Make the call, Slee. You're on the spot.
5: State by 27. Nice.
1: Nice. That's (laughs) confidence. Hey, did you guys hear this part of the story? Kevin O'Connell, who's the coach of the Minnesota Vikings, is sitting with the general manager of the Minnesota Vikings. That guy went to Princeton. So if San Diego State were to win and Princeton were to win, the GM and the coach would face off. That's kind of a cool story.
5: Very I mean, cool. If, Very if,
1: cool. If, I mean, not really, but I just thought it was.
5: <laughs> I mean, I just thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right, Troubling Slee. I'm just trying to support you.
1: Okay, I right, I'm just you.
5: supporting you. I was just you. supporting you there.
1: Appreciate that. All right, Slee. Have a good night tonight and go Lakers.
5: All right, guys. Have a good weekend. I mean,
1: AK, I find connections like that to be cool.
4: I, I, I love useless trivia. I'm an absolute master and just enthusiast of useless <laughs> trivia. I love it.
1: <laughs> well, that qualifies. Oh, it's, all right
4: hugely useless <laughs> it's great uh, coming up what we all
1: need to know um and ak i gotta throw this by you i don't know if you saw the forbes valuation lists of major league baseball teams did you catch this no song? i did not actually oh yeah you'll be pretty darn surprised dodgers you would expect but who would you not expect let me get to that story coming up what you need to know is next this is sedano and cap on Seven Ten ESPM.